There is so much unpredictability in today's financial world. To successfully retire in that environment, it's so important to get on track and stay there. And that's why Steve Davis and Sean Toll of Davis Wealth Management bring you the Path to Wealth and Wisdom podcast. And joining them today to help keep you on the right path, here's Peter St. James. So today, what do you want to talk about? We can run the gamut. I think interest rate risks is a good topic. I just pulled that out of my head. Boy, that's a good one. Yeah. Well, well, I, well I, I think everybody hears about it, but I'm not sure that everybody understands how it, it impacts them personally. Well, it'll impact people at the bank, right? Yeah. If you have your some money in the checking or savings, the bank will pay you a little higher interest rate. Mm-hmm. If you have credit card debt... Uh-oh. You're going to be paying a higher rate on that debt. Mm-hmm. If you have an adjustable rate mortgage, that rate will be increasing. So mm-hmm. interest rates typically are the money, uh, the cost at which you borrow money at, right? So any type of debt you have, you're going to be paying interest sure. rate on that, right? So if you buy bonds uh, in the bond market, you are essentially loaning the issuer or the company money, and they pay you that interest rate uh, on that. So um, what happens is the interest rates have a direct effect basically on on the economy, right? And it can slow down the economy or it can rev the economy up. And essentially higher rates will slow an economy down because it then is more costly for businesses and for consumers to borrow and to kind of operate within the economy. So that's what we're facing right now. We have a very high inflationary environment and the economy is on a a tear, uh, if you will, or it has been, and it needs to slow down. And so the Federal Reserve is increasing rates, hopefully going to slow this economy down and will also bring down this inflation rate, which is ticking along 9% last month, eight before. It looks like it might be peaking Mm -hmm. and headed down, but that doesn't mean it's going to Reverse reverse would mean deflation, right? right We're going right. to see prices moderating or going up less quickly than they have. But the increases we've seen, with the exception of things like fuel, energy, um, real estate, you know, the price of chips, the Doritos that you bought, yeah. that yeah. price is going to stay the same. And we'll continue to increase, just not as fast. Yeah, and it's interesting the effect that interest rates have on the stock market. Higher interest rates can have a negative impact when the Fed's rates are hiked. They make borrowing money more expensive. So the cost of doing business rises for the public and private companies. And over time, these higher costs and less business could mean lower revenues, lower earnings to the public that are buying stocks. Sure. And they were looking at you know shares and earnings and you look at watch at earning seasons. So it can have a negative impact, interest rates. And it, it it's interesting if you watch and listen and they build, they build, the feds will build and talk about the next interest rate. And you see volatility all of a sudden just flowing into the markets just by chatter. Mm-hmm. So, mm. you know, you have to understand interest rates are a tool that the feds use, as Sean mentioned. It's either to put the gas down on the economy and get it going or put the brake on the economy and slow it down. Right. And and where it in, impacts a lot of retirees or people that are investing is in their portfolios. Traditionally, you would have stocks and bonds in your portfolio. The stocks are the growth component. That's the that's the, the engine that's going to increase the value. And the bonds was supposed to be more stable. You'd buy a bond and it would you would hold it for, if it's a five-year note, you'd hold it for five years and it would pay you whatever that rate was, five, six, seven, eight, maybe 10%. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that hasn't been happening in the last decade, right? Those bonds mm-hmm. have been, we call it yield, they've been yielding next to nothing, right? So it hasn't been contributing to your portfolio whatsoever. Uh, so now we're seeing interest rates increasing, which you might think is good. Oh, this is going to be good for our bonds now in our portfolio. However, if you it's own- that word, however. <laughs> <laughs> the bonds you owe today, let's say they're paying you 1%. Mm-hmm. But the bonds that are being issued in the market right now because interest rates are rising might be paying 3 or 4%. So you're only collecting 1% on your bond. Right. And people are able to buy in the new issue market bonds that are paying, say, 3%. Now the bond you hold that pays 1% is worth less because nobody's going to buy it from you because they can buy another one for 3%. So it's going to char- um, cause that value to decrease. So it's a double-edged sword. What you hold right now is worth less, but what you can buy will be paying more. Yeah. So in the long run, it is beneficial for retirees. It, it, it is interesting, and you look at how interest rates affect bond markets. If you look at the ten-year Treasury right now, it's at a two point seven eight. Okay. Okay. The five years at two point nine one. I can get a better yield on a shorter duration. Sure. For a five year than I can for a ten, and that's the effect that interest rates have been wow. rising have had on the bond markets. So. You know, you have portfolio designs where they may be buying into bond type investments that have durations of 10, 15, 30 years. And you go through a period like this, you're getting clobbered. So one of the things we do to combat this type of situation is we build bond ladders from a very short duration to a midterm duration. And we find that we get better yields out of that. You do. And the way a bond ladder works is let's let's do a simple example. Let's say you buy a bond ladder between one and five years. So you buy a bunch of one-year bonds, a bunch of two-year, three-year, four-year, and five-year. Okay, And then every year, bonds will be maturing. So those that you held for one year at the end of this year will mature. You take the proceeds from that, and then you go buy a five-year note or a five-year bond. Okay. And then over the course of the next year, you have another set maturing, and you just keep buying out. So you keep taking the, the, the interest you made and the return of your principal, and then you're buying another note five years out. So mm-hmm. it stabilizes um, that program of, of buying and holding those bonds. And in a rising interest rate environment, you now have the opportunity to buy be buying bonds at higher rates uh, every year. Wow. Yeah. Laddering? It's called laddering. Laddering. Got to remember that one. Mm-hmm. And we don't know where we are right now. Feds are talking about raising it again, and it's going to create volatility. It's going to create bumpiness to a retirement plan, and you really need to know what are the other components and other financial strategies that you can look at to diversify away from what we usually see in a 401k plan, and that's a lot of long-term durations on bonds. Sure. And you you come in and sit with us, and we'll show you, hey, look it. Yeah, this, I know what the bonds bring to you. It brings you stability, less volatility. And actually, in the last year, that hasn't been the case at all because bonds have been off big time. And people are always scratching their head going, well, I thought just, you know, stocks were down. No, the bonds have been down dramatically. Right. And, and so you're getting double dinged because usually in, in a pullback or a market correction in a normal economy, you would see stocks up, bond prices down. Right. And stock prices down, bonds up. That's not happening. Right. Both are down. Right. 
But you can. Here's the thing: if you look at your statement, it comes in and it shows you, you know, your bonds are worth less than they were last quarter. You can entirely take that risk out. You don't have to take that loss. All you have to do is hold that bond to maturity. So if it matures in three years' time, hold it. Keep getting those interest payments, those coupons as we call them, and then at the end of the f- three years, you will be whole on what you put in. So you, it's it's a paper loss. It's not a real loss as long as you hold it to, to mature. maturity. Yeah, good point. The other thing I, I hate to see because of interest rates, and, and you touched on it, uh, was if you carry credit card balances, uh, you're going to be it's going to be costing you more. Up until two years ago, we uh, as a country were actually paying down the balances. On the credit cards. Yeah. After COVID came in and the market correction and uncertainty came in, that has reversed now, that we are not paying down the balances anymore um, because things are more costly. People are trying to make their dollar go further than it should. They're putting it back on credit card. So instead of paying off the debt, now they're adding to the debt and interest rates going up. It's going to further exacerbate the situation for them, put them further behind the eight ball. Absolutely. And I hate seeing that. And I understand it, it's 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 a conscious decision that they're making to do that, but I don't know if they're really aware of how far this is pushing them back from their goal. Yeah, it's interesting. Since the pandemic, what we've seen is a spending frenzy. Yeah. People are spending money ridiculously. And, you know, that was one of the key issues that created inflation was this high demand of everybody buying things at at these high rates and money was cheap well now it's not and it's getting more expensive and so you really as we've all pointed out here today you want to be conscious of okay if i'm going to buy a new home well two years ago i could get a mortgage rate at uh, 2.93 now they're up over four at one point this year they were up over six the Fed's raise interest rates again. You can be sure they're going to go up. If you were on a ARM type of mortgage that adjusts, you can be sure that you're going to see those those costs for that house you purchased become more expensive. So understanding what the impact of the interest rate environment can do to you and understand how it affects your plan makes you a better person to make educated decisions to get to the end game of retirement. Yeah, and, and I have to, you know, just to add on to that, be very careful with your credit cards. Those are the highest interest rates you're going to find anywhere. I mean, you're talking double digits, high teens on these credit card interest rates. And if you pay your minimum payments, you're going to be paying them mm. for years and years and years. All right? And it's be careful with it. Do everything you can to try to avoid racking on that credit card debt. It's easy to do. It's a slippery slope. You use a sure. little bit here, a little there. It's a couple thousand dollars. Then all of a sudden you're looking at tens of thousands of dollars. It'll take you forever to pay that off unless you do it in big chunks. So be very careful with that. Um, you know, some things you can do if you have multiple credit card debts, try to consolidate them if you can to the lowest one. If you can't do that, commit to a plan. You know, if you've got several, pay off the one with the smallest balance as fast as possible, and the money we're using there, put it onto the next big balance. So double that up, if you will, and pay them off. Put together a plan uh, to pay those off if you have them. And if you don't have a lot of credit card debt, really try to stay there. Create that budget. We talk about budgets a lot. It's not just for retirees. Create that spending budget and stick with it. Uh, it's so super important in environments like we have today. And if you're, if you're uh, leasing a vehicle or you're making a car payment and that car payment is up, or the lease is up, 
It doesn't mean you have free money now. No, take that money that you were paying out to the car, pay it on the credit cards. There you go. Just mm-hmm. shift Just mm-hmm. shift it. It, it. It's not hurting you anymore. No. Uh, but it's still applying, paying down the balance. But I'm, yeah. I'm seeing people losing sight of that. I'm going, uh-oh, you don't know how this is going to bite you down the road. Well, we're going to see the effects of what's going on down the road with people who you know, retired prematurely, didn't take these things into account. They'll be affected if they haven't done the proper planning. They haven't gotten a second opinion from someone. They haven't sat down and actually hashed it out. You know, if you're, you know, a lot of people are do-it-yourselfers and and they don't get into the details of all these potential moving parts that is out of their control. And it's our job as fiduciaries to bring that education and bring those topics to the forefront of the planning process to help them put together a plan so this won't affect them. You've been listening to the Path to Wealth and Wisdom podcast presented by Davis Wealth Management. If you have any questions, call 888-333-3818 or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast on your favorite apps. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. The opinions expressed by Davis Wealth Management and guests on this radio show are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this radio station. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to subject covered.